Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Ali here again. I know it's been a while. I know every time I apologize that I'll get better. Let me jump straight in. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, Grace, is here. She's our guest today. She's going to be talking about a little bit of what she's been up to, which I find fascinating. In a world that is so fast and quick and everything is click this, click that, her and her friend have seemed to found a niche that they are addressing. So uh, without me taking up too much time, Grace, welcome. Thank you very much for having me today. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Grace. Um, I am a teacher. I do cover teaching in many schools, many curriculums. I do uh, Arabic, French, and English. Uh, I cover in secondary, primary schools. So basically, wherever there is a need for me, I step in. This is what I do mainly. Uh, I wrote my own Arabic book to um, uh, teach Arabic for non-speakers. And now I am venturing into bookends, which is a platform where people can buy and sell their pre-loved books online. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down, slow down. So that's a whole lot you just told us. You must be so, so, so busy. I am. I'm studying as well. And you're studying. And I am a mom. Wow. <laughs> and oh a wife, obviously. And a wife. <laughs> Man, you sound like a superhero to me. That's so, so, so impressive. You mentioned bookends and you were just about to get into what it is and how it works. Before the startup started functioning, you must have had some idea or some thought of, wait, I should do this or this needs to be fixed or there seems to be a gap or well, how did the idea come to you or where did you feel the need for something like this? Initially, my friend Somia and myself, we started a pilot a few years ago. And we saw a need as our kids are wanting to read books and wanting to buy books every time we are in a book uh, bookstore. So we felt that there is a need for having secondhand books or pre-loved books. So this is how our idea started uh, many years ago. But what happened is um, we were collecting books from people, trying to sell it from a nursery to another nursery, from a school to another school, because we found that getting a shop is uh, being very, very expensive. And the business model does not make any return on investment. This is something you tried before. We tried it before okay. over maybe, I think, three, four months. And then we decided that it's not going to go anywhere. So we didn't think about bringing it into a platform, actually. When you tried it the first time, it wasn't a platform? Uh, clarify a little bit. No, it wasn't a platform. We were going to locations, different locations, schools and nurseries, and we were selling one-to-one -one things. Ah, so you were physically moving your entire inventory from week to week to location to location we were carrying the boxes ourselves in the trunk of our suvs wow. and we were going from a school to another school from a nursery to another nursery from a flea market to another fets they have in different schools and this is how we were selling wow. movers and shakers hustlers people hustlers fantastic now generally you would hear a story about uh, an entrepreneur, they got into a startup, the startup failed. It's more than common, 90-something percent of startups fail. We know the data. But then they move on to something else. Is there a reason why you said we want to go back and do the same thing again? Was there enough market demand for it? Or what, what was the thought process? 
Okay. When we were selling, every time we were in a in a location and we were selling, we could see that there is a demand, there is an interest. Mm-hmm. But the way we were doing it was not enough. We had to have a place. And to rent a place was very costly comparing to the return of of the business. So it didn't make any business sense. Uh, this is very interesting what you just brought up. I have a handful of startups and uh, you know young entrepreneurs who come to me for advice from time to time. And I always tell them, not only should the idea be good and have market validation, it also has to be financially feasible. I mean, as, as you just said, so you had a, a service, you had a, a market, you had demand from the market, but the numbers just weren't going to work out because it was just going to be too costly to operate. Absolutely. Sounds fair enough. So what did you change coming back after a couple of years to make it work? What happened, there was a competition that Chira were uh, initiating and uh, my partner thought about it, I mean, heard about it. And then she came to me and she said, uh, look, there is one, two, three. It's the same idea we had before, but it is tech enabled. And then it clicked. Oh, yes. Why we didn't think about this before? Anyway, let's try and participate and see how it will lead us to. And this is what happened. It was a weekend of a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We did a one-minute pitch of our idea, and we were shortlisted among more than 60, 70 ideas, I think. And then we did another three minutes pitch, and we won the third prize, which was the value of 25,000 dirham. And this was enough motivation for us to say that, oh yes, now we have to take it the, the other milestone, we have to really move it on. And this is how we started. We started building our platform. We started collecting books. Wow. We tell everybody, you know, seize the moment, seize the day, Carpadium, And then, boom, you saw an opportunity. You're like, let's try it. And that clicked in, um, you know, that, that sparked a, a little bit of innovation and in how we can restructure our concept to work with the market and industry let, and let it be financially feasible. I think that's nice. I'm going to put you on spot. You mentioned that you did an elevator pitch. Let's hear it. Okay. Hi there. I'm Grace, a mom of two. And Somia is my partner, a mom of, of two as well. And as we see our kids growing up, we can see that they need more reading and they outgrow their books very quickly. And this is how the idea came from. Bookends is a marketplace where you can buy and sell books online. and we can provide the uh, space facility and the logistic facility. And once the book is sold, we can give you the money back. Or in terms of credit, you can buy books from our platform. Similarly, uh, money we make is from the margin that we add on each book. And this is how we make the money ourselves. Oh, fantastic. Uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. One minute pitch, the same one that got them placed in the competition, and I believe you got some funding also. We did. We won a 25,000 dirham prize. Fantastic. Which has to be used towards the setting up of the business and so on. That's great. Okay, so we have a lot of young people who have ideas, who kind of get to a point where they figured it out. They might have put a plan together. They might even enter some sort of competition or incubator. And then... I see a lot of them just stopping right there. And you, from you know our discussions earlier, 
you guys didn't just stop at, okay, we won the competition, we have a great idea, and then get stuck and say, I don't know what to do next. Your platform, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, your platform is already live? It is live and we started selling as well and we're getting almost an order on a daily basis. And it's been how long? I think four weeks now. And That's are, it. Fully functional, uh, running, fully functional, operational. operational. We add books on daily basis. We're selling books from different vendors and everything is operational. At the moment, it is cash on delivery. So people are being charged 20 dirham for delivery, regardless of how many books they are buying. So more books they buy, better is for them. And uh, it takes at the most two working days and they, uh, they get the shipment. They get the books. And the books are being delivered as far as to Al Ain, to Abu Dhabi, Dubai. Existing and deliveries you've already done. We've done. Those are delivered already. Just to clarify, your platform is uh, is an app or is it a website? It's a website at the moment. We are not planning to have an app yet. It's only a website and the address is www.bookends.ae. Fantastic. So if I was to pop this open on my phone right now, I can browse, search some books, add to cart, or and then that's it? And punch in my address and delivery? That's it. It's as simple as that. If you are looking for a specific title, you just go to search, you put it on and you see if it is available. If it's not available, we are happy to get the recommendation. And once we get it, because as I said before, we get the books from other sellers. So once we get this book, we keep an eye on it and we send you a notification that this book is available. Would you like to Ah, see? Do you still want that book? So we can, you can place the order. Wow, that's very interesting. So even if the book is not there, I could I can just like drop like a message with you guys and you'll just alert me that, hey, we just added it to the system. If you want to buy, you know, click in and buy. And whatever, Absolutely. And you have an Instagram to go with this, I'm assuming, because, you know, everything is social, social, social these days. Yes, we have an Instagram account. It's bookendsae. The same address is for Facebook as well. To go back to the search criteria on the website, You don't need to put the title of a book that you want. You can put the um, uh, quality of the book. You want it like new. You want it acceptable. You want good quality. You can put type of search that you are looking for. Are you looking for animals? Are you looking for novel book? Are you looking for um, historical fiction? So you decide what criteria you're looking for. You put it in the search. And it is very logic database that it looks in all the fields of the book. Oh, very nice. You you mentioned something. I was about to ask you about it. It's pre-owned books, right? So how do you how do you assure uh, you know quality or like if I get the book and like fifty pages aren't missing or it's in pieces and uh, what's the process behind that? Like, like you, you do you check them yourselves or do you categorize them? Like what's going on there? When we receive the books from the sellers, we have our terms and conditions. And we stated there that if the book is in a very bad state, like um, there are torn pages or missing pages or written on it, or the situation is very bad of the book, we tell them that we reject them. So when we say acceptable, it means it's a good condition book. Otherwise, we don't put it on our database. Oh, that's fantastic. I remember um, when I was chatting with you earlier, you had mentioned something about how uh, buying through bookends is more environmentally friendly. 
Could you explain that concept to me? And I don't, I really didn't follow you on that. I mean, you're asking me to buy books made of paper, and but at the same time, we're told not to use trees and cut down paper. So how are you guys sustainable? I mean, you throw the word out there, but then again, a lot of people do. So how is that sustainability kicking in? Okay, what happens is when you... Actually, there are lots of people who like to carry a book. They don't like e-books. They don't like audiobooks. They still like to carry a book. So the idea is the same book is being recycled, is being reused. And also one more point is after you finish reading this book and other books that you have bought from us, you can give them back to us and we can list them again on the website. Oh, I didn't even think of that. So the book that I'm getting from your platform, somebody else has already you know, bought and used and then they put it on the platform to sell and I would buy it and use it. And then I can just, when I'm done with it, I can give it back to the same platform and then you can sell it on my behalf and then somebody else could use it. And that could happen Absolutely, like it could happen, times. exactly, many, many times until the book really is in a very like state that, it can, unusable state, worn out completely or pages have been missing, then it will go recycled. So so you guys are very much doing the reuse, 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 Absolutely. and then even at the end of that, then you're going to just give it for recycling because it's paper. That's yes. so smart. That, I, it didn't occur to me that how many iterations a single book would go through because I only think about you know, myself as a reader, I bought the book, I read the book, and I'm done with it. Or I'll just, you know, pass it on or whatever it is. All right, that's very smart. That's very smart. I think that's, that definitely adds to, you know, value in terms of the sustainability and and that perspective. Let me go back to talking to you about the, the startup journey. Now, as I had said, a lot of startups, you know, they kind of get to the idea, they get to the idea validation. And then when it comes time to execute, there's so many startups that I talk to. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Have you launched yet? What's going on? And it's been two months, six months, one year. And they're always stuck on, oh, I don't know what to do with my licensing. I don't know how to get this done. I don't know how to do this distribution. And I don't know how to do this. It seems to me that your model has actually a lot of moving parts. There's collections, there's entries into the system, and then the selling, and then the cash, and then the deliveries. And so it's a lot of moving parts. How are you able to go from, okay, now we have an idea, we've learned from the experience of a couple of years ago, and, and we're using you know digitization or online platforms, whatever it may be, and basically technology to address the gap that we had in our money model, and which would enable the business. That, that's well and good. But how did you get from there to the store is running? I mean... We are doing everything ourselves. We don't have employees yet. So we are getting the books ourselves. We are entering the books to the platform. So we know from A to Z what's happening in the journey of that book until it is sold. Even when we get the order, we prepare the airway bill ourselves, packing list. We pack those books and have them ready for shipment. So basically, we are going into the procedure ourselves. So we we know A to Z what is happening. And that will make it very much effective. Second, we are trying to save as much as we can on the operational cost. Like, it's easy to employ someone and let them do the job. But for the time being, as you were saying, I am very busy. This is how I am very busy. Mm -hmm. Because we are doing everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we know what's happening from A to Z in that model. So in that, you're able to see how to improve and optimize your process flows. You're able to 
you know, find where things are slowing down or getting stuck and then improving that that area, for exactly. example. Exactly. This is what's happening with us. Okay. So whatever there is a gap somewhere or there is uh, something that needs to be modif- modified or changed, we work on it there and then immediately to obviously to improve it. Well, that's very interesting. But what happens when, when it starts to grow? You're already telling me that your number of orders have increased. You know, you're doing multiple orders. Uh, you're getting books being sent to you on a daily basis, and, and you know it, the whole thing is expanding. I mean, don't you think at some point you need to hire somebody? Definitely, and we will be very happy to hire someone mm-hmm. because we are contributing towards improving the community mm-hmm. when we are employing someone. And obviously, as we grow, also definitely we'll have our own delivery system as well, which will be even more effective and faster than having the uh, courier company on board. So obviously, as we grow, we will definitely need to employ people. Well, that's very interesting. I think that's a very important feedback. You know, now I'm reflecting on what you have said. Maybe one of the mistakes that a lot of startups make is they just start searching for other people to do different parts of their business. And maybe they're just too small to be able to afford, you know, like huge development companies or huge social media management marketing companies. And then I'm guessing maybe they just run out of their funding. From, from what I'm hearing, that your strategic approach has been to just simplify and do stuff yourself. Absolutely. Until you get to a point where you have grown and in that process you have learned and optimized every single step from A to Z yourself. So even when you would get people in to work for you, you would know what work they need to do, how they would need to do it. And then that seems to be a very nice, seamless expansion. This is the idea, definitely. So when we employ someone, We give them exactly what they have to do in terms of tasks. And because we know what it is, so they don't get lost, they don't waste their time, they use their time effectively. I'm going to be a little bit critical now. You know, I'm just, the more I I was thinking about your business model, the more I'm thinking, you know, okay, you guys are just a tiny, tiny, tiny fish in not even a pond, like a freaking ocean. Like, look at the big boys like Amazon and Noon and all them. I can go buy a book on, actually come to think of it, I've done this. I can go buy a book on Amazon and when you're, when you're looking at the book, there's a little button that says, you know, other sellers and in that you have new and used and all of these options. So why would I not just buy off of Amazon and why would I, for example, buy from you? From our side, you will see the books are bookends only. So you will not know who are the suppliers because we are uh, storing the books in our warehouse ourselves so we are also helping the customers or the sellers helping with the space as well so their shelves are ready to receive other books while we are keeping their books on their behalf the the inventory is with you the inventory is with us and so we are the the seller we are bookends only so if you buy one book let's say from ali another book from uh, soha another book from rania for example uh, user will not notice that. And in terms of shipping, how many shippings will in they In terms pay for? of shipping, they buy three, four books. They pay only one shipping, which is the 20 dirham. That's uh, it. Okay, but unlike on Amazon, if I'm buying from different suppliers, I might have to pay 
shipping on each of those suppliers. Exactly. If you're buying three items, okay. three books from Amazon, for example, you pay the delivery charges three times. If it's from like the other suppliers. Other suppliers. Because I, I know Amazon has a lot of inventory themselves, but the used books are generally from other suppliers. Yes, of course. So then in that case, it's separate delivery, extra charges I would pay. Yeah. But in your case, as a customer, I don't even realize that I could be buying books from 10 people. Yes. Or like you one person. You don't realize, no. So... I don't even have to bother with that effort of who am I getting from? Is exactly. It, what's the shipping going to be? Where's this person going to send it from? Is the book even going to show up? What's going to be the quality? So you guys are managing that entire process. So all I got to do is pick my book. As long as I'm okay with the quality rating that you've given, place the order, have a nice the day. The picture you see up. on the page when you are doing your research and you're browsing, the picture you see on the on the on our website is the exact picture of the book that you're going to receive. The, the same book, like the, the same, actual book. The actual book. So if we say it's an acceptable quality, you will see it in the picture. If we say it's like new, mm-hmm. you will see the exact picture of the exact book that you will be receiving. Oh, that's interesting. So let's say there's um, you have two books. Same author, same, but yes. two, two copies from different people. So you will actually have two separate pictures? Definitely. Ah, because we take the picture okay. of the actual book that we are selling. And also you can see the same book at two different prices because the seller is the one who is deciding what is the price he wants to sell his book oh, at. Oh, that's interesting. We don't decide that. So let's say I'm looking for, I don't know. Uh, Harry Potter, for example. Yes. You have the same Harry Potter on our website. One copy is at 30 dirham, another copy at 20 dirham. Because the seller put different pricing. Because the seller put different ah, pricing as well. That's interesting. As well as the quality of the books it as well. One is quality. like new, another one is just acceptable. Oh, that makes it even more interesting. So your system is more dynamic in terms of even giving the consumer choices. Yes. In terms of what they can get. Wow, wow, wow. This is One more thing also that is really interesting if we are putting the book quality as like new, it's really, really as if it's not being opened and not being read either. Mm-hmm. So if you are buying a gift, for example, you yeah. go to the normal bookstore, you pay 70, maybe 50, 70 mm-hmm. dirham for a book. So you can buy at the most two books, maybe. With the same amount you spend on bookends on like new quality book, you can afford to buy five or six books with the same amount. And they are really new, new books. Oh, you just can't because they're technically not new. Technically not new. But they're just like almost new because nobody But like effectively them. and ah. in reality, they are really very new that you don't, you can't tell if it is used or not. Oh, that's so interesting. Do you even get like books that are in wrapping that nobody's even opened? <laughs> we have one actually like ah. that. Yes. <laughs> it's so, wrapped. <laughs> so it's like legit new, but... Technically, it's, since it's if you not want like the... unwanted gift, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, see, this is interesting. The unwanted gift, even though it might be new, is like technically not new. Okay, that's also very interesting. So the price is as used. Price is as used, but but the a, item is essentially from a quality perspective, it's pretty much new. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Talk to me about challenges. What have been the challenge? Because I've seen a lot of startups they struggle with so many issues. But what have been your challenges? Okay. First of all is registering a company. Mm-hmm. We are really uh, struggling with deciding which license we have to go for. Are we an LLC company? Are we a free zone company? Are we a portal? We are not, we are not getting the exact information from the real source 
everywhere we go, we get different answers, different opinions. Mm-hmm. So we have to decide ourselves what our license is. And this is what happened. So okay. this is one. Okay. Second is get us to, to be known. Okay. And this is where most of the money is going at the moment, which is the advertising. Okay. And we have to get ourselves known because we are not a physical um, uh, entity. We are a um, virtual website. So it's a virtual shop. So we need to be known on the digital platform as well as word to mouth and physically. So we need to spend lots of money on advertising to get to be known. Well, it seems to be working. As you've told me, you've already got people bringing in books to the system and you're selling books out of the system and it seems to be rolling. You mentioned a little earlier and I almost missed it. You mentioned you're also an author. Yes, I am. Tell me a little bit more. Okay. I am a teacher. I'm teaching Arabic for non-speakers. So I decided to put my teaching into a book, which is teaching Arabic using the phonics, which is not the traditional Arabic teaching. Mm -hmm. It's in a way, the way that I teach English to the young, young ones. So I put it into the Arabic as well. And the book is not only for the young ones, it's for anyone who would like to learn the classic Arabic at any age. So even an adult can benefit from this book. And within 28 days, I guarantee that they can read any given word in Arabic. Classic Arabic, I'm saying, and not the speaking. Mm -hmm. Because the book has also the soundtrack. Oh, very nice. So they can also... Like listen to the audio of what's like how it's supposed to sound and everything. Okay. Exactly. So it's totally independent. They don't need to have a teacher or any, any help. Mm-hmm. And also the letters, the alphabet, uh, the Arabic alpha, alphabet is 28 letters. So it's 28 days, one letter a day. Okay, that's interesting. A letter a day and by the end of the month, I'll be like rapping in Arabic or just... And it is guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. Nice. Okay. And where can we find this book? You can find the book on bookends.ae. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. So that's the only only new book that we have at the the moment on the platform. Wow. And what was the name again? It's called Urid. O-O-R-E-A-D. U is I in Arabic. Yes. And Read is for the reading. And the word Urid... It's an Arabic word. It means I want. So it's I read and I want. Oh, that's so smart. So I want to read. Read to read. Great, great. I've taken a lot of your time. Just to wrap up. So this season, let's just call it the 2020 season. Since we started off with bookends and since we started off with reading, I'm not a super huge avid reader, but I've gone through my share of, of books and whatnot. So personal favorite book? I love a book called Start With Why. It's for Simon Sinek. It's an amazing book. Very nice. Though I don't have it on the platform yet because I think people who... They keep it. It happens. <laughs> they have it. They're keeping they it. They have it and they <laughs> Because keep if it. I have this book, I would keep it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. We have a book recommendation, everybody. Start With Why, it's called. Start With Why. Bookends.ae, Grace and her co-founder have, I think, done a fantastic job and in a very short amount of time have not just conceptualized but improved the concept and idea and 
rolled it out. I just opened it up on my phone right now and I'm scrolling through books. So while I go through and start placing my order, you guys have a look too. And I will, um, as usual, share Grace's contact info and website and, and whatnot on uh, talktoali.com. And you can link through there. Thank you for listening, everybody. And thank you, Grace, for coming to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure.